Sony showed the world what the PlayStation VR 2 headset will look like. I'm Maya Zaktar, subbing in for Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With us to discuss Sony's latest news is CNET's Scott Stein. Thanks for joining us, Scott. Hey, thanks, Ayas. In a blog post, now Sony said that its goal is to create a headset that will not only become an attractive part of your living room decor, but will also help you keep immersed in your game world. Scott, can you give us your impressions of the design? I don't know if it'll be an attractive part of your living room decor, but I do think that um, it looks like a comfortable VR headset and a pretty nice one. Like, I guess it depends if you were expecting something totally futuristic. To me, it looks like a lot of other VR headsets. But, you know, I think the design, if you look at it, that headband that's around the top, which may look a little bulky, should make it fit a lot more comfortably than some things like the Oculus Quest 2, which comes with an elastic strap. And Sony's promising that the lenses can move in and out like the original PSVR. Basically, I think about my glasses and it sounds like it'll fit pretty well with those. You know, Sony did a blog post about this, and they seem to be very proud of a new vent on the PS VR 2 headset. The idea is to provide better airflow. In your experience, how important is this feature, and what features of this new version of PS VR are you excited for? Yeah, the airflow is weird. I didn't, I haven't thought about that. Although foggy VR headsets really suck, um, I, I think that you know if you're doing exercise in them, which is actually becoming more of a thing. Uh, that is something that's super helpful. Um, yeah, I mean, if they're really like, if part of their design is to help with that, sure. I think it's better to have than not, especially if you have like silicone, um, stuff around your face that kind of like traps moisture. I do like that they're addressing comfort because I feel like at this point we talked so much about like VR just working for so many years. I think we're at the point now where the stuff needs to feel more comfortable and, and, and they need to take greater steps for that. Um, so yeah. Is there anything about this headset that would make it more likely to have longer gaming sessions? Because it seems like if you're wearing this device on your head, it's pressing against your forehead, you're sweating a little bit, your eyes are up against the screens. Do you know what Sony could do to make gaming more enjoyable over long periods of time? It's a good question. I, I think, you know, my time using the PSVR, it, it's annoying to set it up, but I do find that using it uh, feels comfortable over longer periods of time compared to like some other VR headsets. I think some things too, like it's a really high resolution for a VR headset, like compared to some others. Um, and they're promising 4K resolution. Um, that hopefully will make it seem less blurry and annoying. Um, I don't know if eye tracking will help. Um, that remains to be seen. That That's a technology that's not on other VR headsets that you can buy right now. And that's supposed to provide even better graphics by focusing just where your eye is looking, but it may also help with eye contact in, in games, um, which which might be a little weird or, or helpful. Um, I don't know if that'll help with fatigue. Um, or it might help you control things better. You know, like if you are looking at something and then you're using the, the sense controllers, it might help create more autofocus um, for locking on the things, which is not necessarily staying in VR longer, but it, it could be like, you know, it could make you feel less annoyed, aggravated, or nauseous. Yeah, so with the VR2, they're using a technology called foveated rendering. I was reading about that on your post at CNET.com. And how does this help people be more immersed in VR? So a lot of it is about uh, giving better graphics performance um, by cutting out a lot of the stuff that you're not seeing. Uh, the whole idea is that like the fovea, the, the, the center of your eyes where you're seeing the high detail, you really aren't perceiving every day stuff in your periphery. And it's, it's kind of bizarre how, how that actually works and you don't notice it. 
but I've seen demos where, you know, these eye tracking headsets will only highly render the stuff that your eye is specifically looking at, this little circle. And then they'll actually pause it and let you see that everything outside of that is blurry. And it's like an optical illusion brought to life. That cuts down on, on processor performance. It means, you know, eventually it means like phones and other things could start delivering better VR. You could cloud stream maybe um, VR, like you could stream games. But, um, but right now it means PS5 should hopefully do even better graphics performance. I would expect that it would, it would match what some of the best PCs could do. I think that's the big advantage of it. So we've seen the look of the headset and the controllers. What don't we know about the PSVR 2 yet? Yeah, so we don't know the price and we don't know the release date. Those are the big things for me. Um, a lot of the rest totally makes sense. It looks like uh, like actually the PSVR that I'd wanted to be released a while ago. Finally, they made real controllers for this. Finally, it's only one cable to attach. But um, release dates, you know, it sounds like it's going to be this year. Would that be like they have an event? They've been dribbling bits of information about this all the time. So I don't know if that means every month we're going to hear something or they'll have an event or maybe the launch might be in the fall or sooner. But the price, uh, you know, the question is, will it be as much as a PS5? Because the Oculus Quest 2 is $300 and all indications are is that Facebook Meta basically made that thing uh, as affordable as possible, you know, basically kind of subsidizing it to get to that price. The PlayStation VR, when it first came out, was like $400 and that was without the controllers. So would this be $500? Uh, that seems like a lot of money, even though it's not that much in the VR headset space um, to buy for a system that already a lot of people don't have or, or can't find to buy. And let's put the PSVR 2 in greater context. How do you see this fitting in with the greater metaverse? Yeah, well, that's, a, that's an interesting question, too. Like, for, everyone's still trying to find what the metaverse is, really. And then the, it, like, the whole social interconnection stuff, which Sony even got into back with, like, PlayStation Home, that thing that, like, came and went, where you, you built, like, a, if anyone remembers that. Um, the, Sony's had aspirations for this. Like, maybe they'll get back to some sort of social community type experience in this. The problem is not many people are using VR compared to all the other people playing games. But I think that Sony, uh, with the PlayStation, having this really high-end game system could evolve much more exciting ways of playing games in VR. Like right now, it's been a lot of experimental indie efforts and a few high-end things like Half-Life Alex. but maybe Sony spearheads like, you know, the Horizon game in VR they're promising looks pretty high-end. Um, there could be a whole bunch of others that, you know, while they may not be like super social experiences, maybe they're gonna push the idea of VR to levels that we haven't seen. Because like really the Quest 2, there are new games, but a lot of it is about playing games that have been out there for years as well. And the VR space is getting crowded. There's so many different technologies out there and how they're going to interoperate. I'm curious if Sony's going to make any partnerships. Do you know if they're, if they're thinking about doing any partnerships with any other VR system? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it would make sense for at least for it to be cross-compatible. I would think that, you know, maybe uh, Steam games or, or, you know, other games, who knows about Oculus, but like, you know, the, the more they can make the games play cross-platform and, and feel like um, you can join the same world as everybody else would make a whole lot of sense. Otherwise, uh, the PlayStation VR is going to be on an island. Um, I'm also curious how many games are going to be backwards compatible, the existing PSVR games. I would assume a lot. Hopefully games will be easy to port. Like it would be really... I mean, people have wondered would Half-Life Alex ever appear on, on the PSVR 2. That would be amazing. 
Um, you know, maybe there will be some way. We don't know yet, but, you know, I think those are questions for me. Um, we didn't get into this, but I'm even curious if we'll do mixed reality. Like, if with those cameras, technically it could see the outside world. We're not clear um, how high res or not. And maybe you could start putting virtual objects into the real world, which is stuff that Meta um, and, and apparently Apple may be working on. It, it may be the next wave. That could be interesting for... Sony's actually made AR games in the past, so maybe they'll do that too. Yeah, for those who don't know, the PSVR 2 has, I believe, four outward-facing cameras in theory, uh, so you don't need to bump into things. You don't have, have camera bar like the original PSVR, so it can track you in your physical space a lot easier. But the, the question of lag, I, seen, I think that'll be a real issue. If you do mixed reality, if you have these cameras coming in, the, the input, if there's a tiny bit of lag and you're trying to mix it, you can really get clumsy, I would think, pretty fast. Yeah, it could. And maybe Sony's already found a way to make that work and we don't know about it. Um, you know, like the, the Oculus Quest 2 can do some mixed reality, but it's like black and white. The new headset they're coming out with is supposed to be doing that uh, in a lot more focused way. Um, I think about Sony's experience where they made that like that J.K. Rowling wonder book. It was like an AR book that you, you years ago that you held in front of your TV. They had uh, AR stuff with the with I believe it was the PSP um, with like the cameras or with the Vita. They played around. They've had AR experiments over the years, um, and I, I I would think that you know the question is why would you do that? But if it meant you could create a really cool game, like little um, you know little creatures walking around on your desk that you could play, especially since you're playing this PlayStation VR two in one place, like you're not going to take it around much because it's tethered. Maybe they would find some other fun experiments. Yeah, I'm really curious about that, too, because VR can be very isolating and mixed reality. If you kind of feel like you're still in your own space, it might not feel as um, as singular an activity as, as, it, as it seems to me anyway. So thanks, Scott, for your time. Scott Stein, you've got some great stuff up on CNET.com right now about the PSVR 2 and another piece on some eye-tracking tech uh, for VR from Toby. I'm really interested in that as well. Check those out if you have a chance. If you've got any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. If you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Ayaz Akhtar. Thanks for listening.